why is it so bright in here? It is so bright in here. That's no, it's no brighter. I'm just tired. What's up, Cardboard Nation? That doesn't mean that the show stops, though. But I am tired today. Hope you I was just going to say, you can't well. be tired, Rob, because I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> I had one of those days today, too. So that said, we've got an exciting program for all of you. So thanks for joining us this evening. Yep. Um, we hope you're not tired, but we are going to try to make this as a power-packed, um, un- long-winded show as possible. Yeah, yeah. let's... <laughs> <laughs> Let's rein it in here. Okay, so welcome. We've got an exciting show tonight. <laughs> yeah, do that stuff. Right. So excited to see all of you. And honestly, I am really excited, especially because I've been seeing just today a lot of really good hits being posted. Uh, I say hits, but really they're your giveaway winnings from last week and from the For weeks sure. before. Uh, so that's been exciting. Um, Rob, real quick, uh, can you tell them what's going on? Because I don't know if you can hear. I do. I, have a child I do. Yelling. Um. Upper Decks Mike Phillips. We pulled up a little bait and switch on you. I thought we were having Chris Carlin, but VP Mike Phillips is going to rejoin us. You might remember he was on the program a few months ago uh, to talk about the NHL renewal as well as the calendar product release calendar. Yeah, that's so that's huge news. And mm-hmm. we actually have Upper Deck on to talk about it. We're not just going to be covering it. Yeah, so, exactly. That's great. Um, uh, hobby happenings is not 45 minutes long tonight, but there I'm are couple, so excited. <laughs> there are a couple <laughs> lengthier stories. So really interesting the way that worked out. We've got, um, a handful of box breaks for you this evening, including the worldwide debut break of Panini Chronicles baseball. Uh, and we have Rob, a, have we been yeah. having good luck in our breaks lately? Oh my gosh. You said it's like three out of four shows. We've pulled over a thousand dollar card. And yeah. Pulled or I mean, at least given away. Because the Trevor Lawrence was a week before a show. Right, yeah, right, we've right. we've been giving away thousand dollar cards left and right. So we'll see if we can keep it up. Um, we have an amazing, amazing segment for you tonight. Um, I had the opportunity to talk to so a card shop in Greece this week. Isn't the and internet incredible? The internet really is incredible, and. Uh, so yeah, I'll get to that more on that later. Hot in the shop, a look at this week's new releases. We're going to also tag team that as we do some breaks because it's kind of a little bit of both. And then we'll close things out while Ivan is pulling winners with a uh, interview with SGC grading president, Peter Steinberg. And uh, But we're going to start it with our GoGTS Live Q of the Week poll, which is you can only have one. It cannot be sold or traded and assume all the cards are in a PSA 8. Okay? So your choices were a 52 Tops Mantle, a 86 Fleer Jordan, a Bowman Trout Refractor Auto, or an 0203 Exquisite LeBron RPA. Okay? I pulled Spanning the generations here. Spanning the generations, four pretty iconic cards. Each you can make an argument for Mount Rushmore status, right? So I was curious to know. And I haven't clicked any link yet on the notes yet, Ivan. Do you happen to have the poll in front of you? Yeah, I do. In fact, I just dropped it in the Twitch chat for our Twitch viewers. I was trying to pull up YouTube also so I could do that. This machine is. But yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty gradient from the top. It is gradient and it's 
very one-sided. I mean, if the, the bottom three don't even add up to the top one. Uh, you guys want that 52 tops mantle. Uh, Fleer Jordan, second. Obviously, you guys know me. That's what I went with because it's, at this point, it might be a white whale. <laughs> Unless I somehow hit the mini lottery or something. Uh, <laughs> These days, the mini bought. lottery doesn't even get you to a 50, yeah, I know, 52 right? mantle. I was I was at 7-Eleven the other day and I was looking at the lottery and I'm like, huh, it's like 13 million right now. Uh, in today's market, <laughs> I couldn't even start a sports card shop on that. So I'm curious. I was really curious with you being your age demographic, your interest level, the sport you gravitate towards. What did you pick? So I'm I picked 86 Fleer Jordan also because I, I knew it I had means a, it means more trying. to me than a 52 mantle. Mm-hmm. But I am old enough that Jordan, like Jordan was in my era, you know, me, me and my dad would stay up uh, watching the the games on WGN, uh, the Bulls games back in the yes. day. Yes. Um, so, yeah, so I saw I saw all of that. I remember when they switched to uh, Sirius as the intro. I don't know what Sirius is. <laughs> the Alan Parsons the, uh, Project. Alan Parsons Project, yeah. Yes. Um, which, man, talk about a band that has an immense catalog of interesting things. Uh, okay. Tangent project. Tangent. Yeah, Yeah, I know, but, uh, not tonight, bro. No, I know. So that, that was my choice. And, and I've even in the eighties and nineties, when I was collecting, I was not as big on vintage. Cause I always said like, I didn't like, I didn't see mantle play. I love baseball and I get it. But for me, I never saw him play, which is another reason why I don't fault the modern collector who only likes modern and doesn't like, you know, Jordan or doesn't like, you know, Larry Bird rookies or vintage. Sure. I, I get it. I don't judge either side of it. So well, that's but why that I said, it was an interesting conversation. Yeah, I was going to say, you tell them why it's important they yeah. weigh in on this. One, we do want to get more conversation from you on this. So make sure that you go to twitter.com slash go GTS live. We've still got one hour left. So vote in the poll. Let's see if maybe Jordan can get higher than that 26.2%. And, um, Vote in the poll and make sure you follow us because I mentioned those crazy giveaways we've been doing. Well, we don't know what we're going to hit tonight, but we're going to give it away. But for you to win, you have to be following us on Twitter, go GTS live. And this is a bit of a primer. You have to interact with the tweets we do a little bit later in the show. So we'll announce when that is. You don't have to be like watching there, but that said, you got to be able to follow us on there. So take the moment right now to follow us. Make sure you understand how to tweet (laughs) And we'll go from there. Wonderful. Thank you, Ivan. All right. We're going to bring in our guest, our friend, Mike Phillips from Upper Deck. He's a vice president of sales. And I think you we've tacked on marketing to that, right? Yeah. Okay. I want I wanted to get it right. So I don't know if you, Mike, if you, if you heard the poll question, I'm dying okay. to get in on this. Okay. All right. So, so it's a great what, what starting would, point. What would you, you can only have one, which is it? Oh, there's, it's not even close. It's not even a question. Fleer Jordan. No. No. <laughs> oh, no. And I, and I, and listen, I'm separating myself. You really love myself. the exquisite LeBron that much? I, I'm separating myself for some obvious things here. So obviously, you know what MJ means to me and the company I work for. Right. Same thing with LeBron. Okay. You're I live in Southern, I live in Southern New Jersey. So the pride and joy of Southern New Jersey is, is Mike Trout, right? Mm. So you're, you're bringing up 
you're bringing up some some interesting things, but there is nothing that comes close to the 1952 Topps Mantle. Nothing in my okay. mind. Uh, and 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 Ivan, like like you, I never saw Mickey Mantle play, but I, and I'm not a Yankee fan. I'm a Philly. I'm a Philly guy. So I'm not a big fan of New York teams, but I am extremely passionate about the history of the Yankees and what it means to sports and Americana. Sure. And Mickey Mantle is is the uh, the icon of that. And uh, I that card just means so much for so many reasons, not just obviously what it's worth in the condition you're talking about, but uh, but just what it means. Uh, and not not that those nothing not to take away from those other cards you mentioned because they're all oh, of course not right? insane cards. But uh, but the fifty two Mantle to me is the the top of the mountain. So I, is I, I do have to ask then one, one of my one of my favorite collectibles Ooh. of all oh. time here. It's backwards, but it's it says to Michael, best wishes, Mickey Mantle. But oh. the really cool thing about it is it's from the Claridge Hotel. If you remember, um, Mickey, uh, Mickey, Mickey and a couple other uh, pretty famous baseball players were involved with Atlantic City Casinos back in the day. And, uh, you know, I, I don't think that went so well. So uh, but I, I love that. I love that piece. It's one of my favorites. And it, yeah. And it was within That's arm's reach. On your Very, desk. Uh, it's right on my desk. It's one of my favorite collectibles. So I have oh, it right on my desk. So, yeah. That's so cool, Mike. Well, hey, listen, thanks for joining us this evening. My Let's pleasure. dive right in because you guys have um, some things going on. So first and foremost, congratulations on the NHL renewal with all the craziness going on in the hobby. It felt like, oh, some semblance of normalcy has settled in. <laughs> so talk about that a little bit. Yeah, I uh, first of all, thank you. Uh, thank you for that. And, um, yeah, what a relief. Um, and to your point, uh, not only, not only just for, for me and my coworkers and our company, uh, but for so many other people, um, distributors, uh, shop owners, and most of all collectors, um, to be able in this, you know, uncertain times outside of the hobby, let alone within the hobby, um, to be able to have something that uh, is familiar and you know will go on uh, is a tremendous source of comfort, and uh, we are just thrilled to be able to uh, to to put that to bed. Um, our 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 relationship with our partners at the NHL and the NHLPA has never been stronger. Uh, fantastic partners, can't say enough about them, and just really thrilled and honored. Uh, to continue that partnership um well 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 into the future so it really is uh it's 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 been it's been a great couple weeks for sure it has to be such a load off so yeah congratulations again um ivan i know you had a question right away well i do i do have a question it's 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 a little different than what we talked about though so but maybe mike can you just clue in a little bit because um, obviously no one can rest on their laurels right now. Was there anything in particular that that innovation wise you think you brought to the table or that that really helped secure this deal or that we can look forward to with Upper Deck and the NHL moving forward? Uh, great question. I, I mean, you know, as a company, I don't need to tell you guys, I mean, we're built on innovation and uh, that's what we pride ourselves on. And that's what we continue to challenge ourselves with every single day. Um, and I know you hear uh, some people who have concerns about exclusives, um, you know, causing companies to sort of scale back on innovation, you don't have competition, but that that's that couldn't be farther from the truth. I mean, we're always trying to improve. Uh, we're always trying to figure out new ways 
not only to present a two and a half by three and a half inch piece of cardboard to collectors. I mean, it's not, it's only so much you can do there. Right. Um, but in ways we deliver uh, those cards uh, and the experience that we can give collectors, uh, we're constantly having to improve upon that. Um, I'm super proud of our EPAC platform. Uh, that platform continues to grow in popularity. Um, and, uh, and, and, and I'm assuming you guys heard as part of our announcement with the NHL and the NHLPA, uh, we unveiled our plans for our brand new NFT site, Evolution. Um, part of our uh, our extension with with the NHL and the PA um, will allow us to do um, NFT trading cards, uh, which we're really really excited about. And we're not we're not going to just introduce uh, NFTs in the same way that you're seeing it be done seemingly every day from uh, you know someone uh, an athlete or a team or or whatever we're our our platform is going to be pretty special uh it's going to be very unique it's going to offer features that have never been done before and uh, i i think uh collectors you know it's hard we're talking about some traditional trading cards a couple minutes ago it's hard for us in particular to wrap our head around the whole idea of an nft uh, absolutely it is it really is right so um <laughs> but uh and and i get it i get it i'm i'm uh, i feel the hey, same Mike, way does this make sense i think i came up with a way way to explain it and and i hate to interrupt you because but i'll okay. know you can come right back to this thought for what do you buy the guy that figuratively has everything hmm. literally nothing <laughs> <laughs> that's certainly a perspective i i get it uh yeah i get it and uh and 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 you know granted i'm still i still have a lot to learn about um the do. nft space i think we all do but at the same time um i'm beginning to understand and appreciate it more uh i think um you know there are a lot of uh things from a generational standpoint that play in here um, and I also think that, um, you know, younger generations, uh, don't want clutter. They want things on their phone. They want things that are digital. And, um, so there are a lot of things that play into it and we are going to take all those things into account, uh, as we build our platform and, uh, and give collectors the ability to do some pretty unique things with it as well. So it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. So from an innovation standpoint, um, and we are, we're working on, uh, those are just the things that we've, uh, we've actually announced to the world. Uh, we do have a number of really, really exciting things uh, coming in the not too distant future uh, that will further push the envelope with regard to innovation and, uh, and, and, you know, in the way we collect and what we collect. And I, I think you'll be, you guys will be excited uh, about what we have in store. Well, that's really, oh. I was going to say that's awesome. This last week, one of the things that uh, I hope I get the name correct, Bruce Jennings at the NHL. Brian Jennings. Brian Jennings. Okay. Um, Fired wrong. That was commented and quoted as saying was Upper Deck's long, short and long term vision for their brand. I can only assume that part of that long-term vision was evolution. And then you alluding to a bunch of other things you can't make public yet. <laughs> right. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. Ivan, sorry, go ahead. No, that's, that's great. And I love hearing you even say like, Hey, we're trying to think about NFTs instead of just make digital trading cards because right. 
digital trading cards have been done before. Well, let's um, face it. Uh, excuse me, Ivan. The the space is uh, is a bit of, for lack of a better term, a bit of a wild wild west right now. Um, you know, there's all all sorts of platforms from they're they're springing up left and right, and like anything else that um, you know is born and grows that way, uh, there will be a, a a shaking out of things. It's just natural. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, the best will be, you know, left standing. And, and hopefully that includes us. Uh, we feel confident that with the innovations that we're building in, it will. But right now, it's a bit of craziness out there. And I think it's uh, it's really hard for collectors already to understand NFTs. But then when you try to figure out all the different avenues to get them, how to get them, um, you know, it, it's it's pretty overwhelming. So uh, there's still going to be that that period of time where I think it, it 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 has to shake out. Certainly. So that's that's helpful and that's looking ahead. Um, but in the short term, we also did see the announcement from Upper Deck, and we all know about you know the big supply chain issues going on right now. Uh, are there just any updates you can give us on when we're going to see the next hockey products? Um, especially, I'm a, I can't wait for Series One because I'm a Kings guy. <laughs> Got to get my Quentin Byfield Young Guns. So, yeah. what can you tell us about the the close pipeline that's coming up? Well, um, AHL released yesterday. That was the first hockey product we uh, we got to market in a while. And the the really cool thing about the AHL product is um, is there you know because of COVID uh, there wasn't the CHL season that we're used to. So a lot of guys who would typically play in the CHL played in the AHL. So the checklist is uh, is pretty substantial. Uh, we'll so that in a box tonight. Thanks. Oh, to sweet. Guys. All right. Great. Um, so so there's that. Um, and then, uh, and then before you know it, uh, we'll have series one around the corner. Uh, we're looking like early to mid December. Um, and, uh, if I, if I, if I had to read the tea leaves right now, I think it's going to be close between upper deck series one and MVP, uh, which comes out first. They will be close together. They will both be in December. Um, and I, and I, I failed to mention, uh, one other item which releases next week is, uh, OPG platinum which is a 2021 product uh, that is finally coming to market. But we're, we're really excited to release that one as it's, uh, you know, it's a pretty big collector favorite every year. So uh, that'll be next week. The date got moved up on that one, actually, if I'm not, I mean, it bounced around, but (laughs) I I had to move it from someplace else up. And I was like, Oh, this is a twist. I'm not Uh, moving something back. Trying to keep Um, you guessing. Exactly. Now, um, one of the things that you guys mentioned in your, um, for lack of a better word, press release or statement or whatever, um, talking about supply chain issues. I talked to another manufacturer the other day who had gotten a phone call and uh, he can't get shrink wrap. And I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So yeah. talk a little bit about the challenges with that and if there's light at the end of the tunnel, as far as your supply issues go. Yeah, it's, um, it's true. Uh, things like shrink wrap, uh, one of the, uh, paper is, uh, across many, many industries is, is difficult right now. Um, and believe it or not, even things like adhesive glue, uh, which are super important. You wouldn't think about it for the trading card industry, but, um, when you have these thick multi-layered cards, they stay together with adhesive and, um, there's a pretty significant shortage there as well. 
uh, foil wrap has been an issue. I mean, there, there are, you, you name it. Um, there, wow. there are challenges in finding all these things. And, um, you know, uh, I, I'm an honest person, uh, not going to lie. That light at the end of the tunnel is, is not very bright yet. Uh, okay. I, and I don't, I don't see it really improving until, you know, I think at the earliest we're going to see some, any sort of significant improvement would be the middle of next year. Um, if we're, if we're fortunate, um, and, uh, you know, we'll, we're doing our best, uh, to, to get, uh, to get the schedule back on the rails. Uh, it's, it's a challenge. It's a, it's, it's not going to be easy, but, you know, uh, you referred to, uh, you referred to as a press release, which is, which is ironic because, uh, I wrote that and, okay. and really as it started was, it wasn't a press release. It was more of a, just an announcement to our partners about an update of what was going on, just to give a heads up because we were getting close to when series one is typically supposed to release a lot of shops plan events around it. Um, a lot of Toronto our, expo, right? Well, of course. And that's always our, uh, that's always sort of our benchmark What we try to get that out before then you have mass retailers who are advertising it in circulars. So we had to, I was hopeful that we'd see improvement uh, on uh, on the release date just didn't happen. So I finally said, look, guys, I, I have to put something out there just so that people are aware of what's going on, um, which included uh, us um, unfortunately canceling a couple of releases, but also pushing back series one. Um, it was just an innocent, hey, just want to keep you guys informed that uh, that a little did I know it would uh, turn into a much bigger, you know, bigger story. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, uh, it's everybody understands um, what we're up against. You can't turn on the news or read or read the paper without seeing talk of the supply chain issues that not just our industry faces, but all industries face right now. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we're working through it. We're doing the best we can. You guys can probably look out at the ocean from your play, your office and actually <laughs> see container ships. I would imagine that's how we're, we're a bit, we're a little south of there, but, uh, but you're not, you're not, so it's uh, not backed up that far yet. Okay. That's good. At least. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. could just get in a dinghy and just go out there and, you know, and grab some glue <laughs> off of one of them. Right. I, I do want to make sure though, um, that you and your listeners understand, um, you know, uh, with regard to those issues, we, we, you know, we, uh, we canceled last year's ice and the upcoming trilogy mainly because I have components that are very difficult to get right now, you know, plastics, plastics, you know, acetates, right? things yeah. like that. And, um, it just was, uh, there was not, there was no sort of, um, there was no relief coming there. And, uh, it just, you know, it was something that could, again, help us in our mission of getting the schedule back on track and uh, we had to make some tough decisions. But I, but the but the most important thing I want to make sure everybody understands is those those brands are by no means going away. And I heard a few people speculate oh. that they were gone, and that's that's not true at all. And as a matter of fact, um, you know there'll be components of those products that will still uh, be presented uh, via other products. So if people are looking mm. for continuity in their sets, like people collect ice, the ice premieres, things like that, those will show up and they will be available via other products. So. I was so going to say, how am I going to get my Sub-Zero fix? Can I maybe get an insert in something else? <laughs> Don't worry. We got you covered. Okay. <laughs> Some of those upper deck Easter eggs that we've come to expect. Absolutely. We know how much you guys love that. So, yeah, um, hey, speaking of upper deck announcements, and I love how you always do them, especially Chris Carlin when he does them with his flair. Uh, 
the AEW announcement at this year's national absolutely killed it. Uh, what updates do you have for the fans that are out there that are dying for some AEW? Yeah. So, uh, the hat license, uh, of, <laughs> I've been doing this a long time and I tell you what, there's a the story here. I the excitement around that license. I've never seen anything like it. Uh, it really is fascinating. And, uh, we are very fortunate what a fantastic licensor they've been so far, uh, really engaged, uh, really willing to, you know, uh, just step out and, and do some uh, pretty wacky things to promote the brand and promote the products. It really is. And we haven't even put out our first major release yet, and it's been a lot of fun. Um, that that product is now slated for mid-December. Um, I'm hoping that we're good. It's going to be right before the holidays, give or take, right in that neighborhood. Right. Um, for nice. the, certainly for the hobby product. Uh, and, uh, we, yeah, it, announcing it at the national, um, thanks to you. Thanks to you guys for your help with that. Um, was a lot of fun. And, um, and we were, we had several announcements to make there. Uh, but that one was, was really, uh, the one that, um, that, that I, I don't want to say caught me by surprise, but it had, uh, the most traction and the story still has not slowed down. Uh, and, and we launched a few things via EPAC um, that have uh, set records for us uh, with regard to uh, limited, you know, limited, um, that's great, li like limited run uh, drops and things like that. And it's been fabulous. It really has been fantastic. We gave out a, uh, a nine card promo sheet at New York Comic Con and people were, you know, just over the moon to get this thing. So uh, it's I, I see we it's rare that you have a license where. Um, Nothing's been really done from a licensed product standpoint, <laughs> sure. and there's such a groundswell of, of popularity. It's It's been a lot of fun, and I can't wait to continue to build on this into next year. Oh, we're well, all looking not, forward to getting our first look at it. Yeah. Not to mention all the exciting news that you're probably, you've probably been getting the last hour. I'm hearing in the chat that WWE has just been fire selling off their talent uh, roster. A bunch yeah. of talent so, has just been I mean, released, and so, of course, where do they maybe go with the fandom exactly. and the AEW? So. Congrats to you guys for getting Thank that you. secured. Yeah. We know you deliver what collectors want in your products. So looking forward. Well, to we that. do. And, you know, our first launch will be sort of an upper deck brand uh, product, which uh, which collectors have come to know and love and expect. Um, and then as we move forward, there'll be more um, content driven products that have a lot of match used and, and, and more autograph laden and things like that. We have some pretty cool plans. Even though we're already well into 2022 AEW planning. Um, we'll do a few releases there. We want to be really careful not to overdo it. Mm -hmm. uh, I think, uh, you know, the temptation is, especially with a license with this much momentum is to maybe make a couple too many products and <laughs> we want to be real careful that we, uh, yeah. we manage it and we keep collectors wanting more and, um, it's a fine balance. So, uh, I'd like to think we're pretty good at that and we have some pretty cool plans for what's upcoming. Whatever you do, Mike, two words, metal universe. Ooh. whatever you do those yeah, two i was words. gonna say that's a no-brainer isn't it i mean I, I, i'm not going to confirm or deny that to every ip <laughs> um, i've never had the opportunity to publicly acknowledge you and say thank you on air for allowing go gts live to be on the quick ship list um so i wanted to convey that publicly in front of our audience i know you were 
instrumental in, in, in making that final decision. So, um, from myself, Ivan, all of us here and our viewers, thank you very much. Oh, you're very welcome. And I, I, I know you guys will, will share that with your viewers and you know, it's, it's, it's great. Everyone loves to see stuff getting broken and give you an idea of what, uh, what the product holds. So, uh, my pleasure. Thank you. Now, um, we, we are jam packed tonight. We're going to let you go in a minute, but I always want to give you the last word. Did we cover everything or is there something else you wanted to detail? No, I, I, I think, uh, I appreciate you guys giving me the time. Um, of course. as you guys know, I mean, Rob, you know me pretty well. I can talk about this hobby and this business for hours. You guys are well, lucky you get to do it all the time. <laughs> so that that's awesome. Um, now the only other, um, you know, uh, I, I would just ask, uh, we, we appreciate, um, both yours, collectors, shop owners, patients, uh, as we work through, uh, this, this challenge, uh, we'll get there. I'm confident in it. And, um, you know, it will be worth the wait when these products start to roll out. Um, I feel really good about them. Uh, you mentioned the announcements we made at the national, um, I'm 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 super excited about AEW, but I'm really excited about Metal Universe Champions, which we also announced um, at the at the national. Um, my dear friend Gene McLeod is on board to uh, design that product. Uh, I work with Gene at Fleer uh, in the late '90s uh, on all those iconic products that are, you know, now finally getting the appreciation that uh, that they deserve, <laughs> and um, and and that product has just mind-blowing content uh you're probably uh going to see it in the first quarter of next year but uh i've seen the designs and they are just fantastic and i i, I think people are are going to love it so uh looking forward to that as well awesome well mike it's always a pleasure you know you do have an open invitation to come on this program well, thank you time. you don't you don't need carlin to <laughs> you know ask if it's okay it's just say i need to come on <laughs> well hey listen guys uh thank you for what you do and uh keep up the good work and uh have a great night and um go yeah, up take care. Go all righty thanks thanks much <laughs> thanks, mike have a great evening bye-bye you too mike phillips vp at upper deck uh there was some really good stuff in there ivan yeah, fantastic um you know how many I of you guys that knew that mike mike was a fleer guy old school fleer i i didn't know that <laughs> we need a little resume sidebar that can that can pop up over over on the side with resumes but when we bring somebody on um but no the, the kind of guess that like i knew pretty quickly i was like well don't interject just listen you know, oh i know i mean it's Mike 52 is he really i mean he he will keep you engaged and at the edge of your seat with hobby information and yeah. um I'll tell you, I, I know he's been chomping at the bit to bring Jean McLeod on board. And I'm sure she was like, just when I think I'm out, they pull me back in, you know? <laughs> so, I mean, to have the original, you know, dream team, uh, design team together again. I mean, that's just, I can't wait to see what transpires with that brand in particular in the future. Okay. And the evolution went, NFT platform. Oh, I know. Can you imagine was, metal universe NFTs? Oh my gosh. I need yeah, to go change. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> let's shift gears real quick here as that did go a little bit longer than I, uh, had ideally planned, but I, I just, 
there was too much going on. It was good though. It was exciting. Yeah, we needed it all. So, all right, let's take a look at not even news notes and nuggets, uh, a couple of in-depth stories in this week's hobby happenings, if you will. So (laughs) some items come across my desk when I do this segment and it just leaves me saying, wow. And, and this is one of those stories and such items, okay? This game used baseball from the 1924 World Series is from Walter Johnson's personal collection and has been consigned to heritage auctions by his grandson. Gets better. It's attributed to teammate Earl McNeely's game-winning hit in the bottom of the 12th inning to secure the series for Washington and Walter Johnson's only World Series title. I mean, what a brilliant career, right? Now, most baseball aficionados know that Johnson spent the vast majority of his Hall of Fame career in the basement of the AL standings right? And only twice finishing within like 10 games of the pennant race before, you know, the capture of the flag in 1924. Well, it was an opportunity that the American league MVP that year couldn't pass up. No, was determined not to squander. So shockingly, Johnson found himself on the losing end of the ledger in both of his starts in game one and game five. But a call to the bullpen put him on the mound with this game tied in the top of the ninth in the grand finale. He pitched three scoreless innings because, you know, he's Walter Johnson before teammate McNeely doubled doubled home catcher Muddy Rule in the bottom of the 12th to secure the first world championship for our nation's capital. Experts have confirmed that it is Johnson's own hand that inks World Series 1924 beside his bold black ink sweet spot signature and an autograph rated a magnificent nine by PSA DNA at that. Also, the large X you can kind of see there on the bottom side panel of an ONL Heidler commissioner ball would absolutely be consistent with the mark made in the heat of the moment to ensure future identification, right? So (laughs) talk about Providence. The letter from his grandson reads in part, this baseball signed by my grandfather, Walter Johnson, and notated in his writing World Series 1924 was kept by him during his entire lifetime and passed down to me from my mother, Carolyn Johnson Thomas. A game used and dis- game used and distinguished by an X mark on a side panel, my grandfather kept only three baseballs from his lengthy career. The last ball from his only no-hitter, his 100th shutout ball, and this ball. The thread on Twitter by Heritage Auctions ends with, Johnson is probably the second toughest single-signed baseball after Grover Cleveland Alexander of all the inaugural class Hall of Famers. So it goes on to say, you know, this ball would be a fortune as just an autograph specimen, but on a ball that was the decisive blow of Johnson's sole title, turns it into one of the most desirable baseballs we've ever seen. 
wait a minute, think of everything Heritage Auctions has been a part of, and then the drop Mm -hmm. that kind of accolade on an item. Obviously, stay tuned for details on when this comes to auction and the winning bid. Well, when Sports Collectors Daily posts an article with the headline titled, Two Dozen Records Fall, we take notice. It seems there is quite a bit of variety in SCP Auctions' latest catalog sales event. In fact, the total auction closed at $5.6 million. The company offered over 1,200 lots in the auction, which closed early Sunday morning. Wait, Rob, was this the one that you texted me and said there might be some deals in? No, that was an entirely different auction. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't think so, because when bidding had concluded, seven items had sold for six figures or more. The top-selling item was, of course, a T206 Honus Wagner. This card, which had undergone restoration ordered by its previous owner, so basically altered but authentic, (laughs) generated 12 bids and sold for over $1.1 million. For an another showcase, version. yeah, unbelievable. Alter. Another uh, showcase item was the baseball hit by Barry Bonds for his 500th career home run, which had been fished out of McCovey Cove, McCovey Cove, by Giants fan Joseph Figone 20 years ago. Soared all the way to three hundred and three thousand two hundred seventy-seven dollars. A 1980-81 Topps Larry Bird Magic Johnson rookie card graded 10 by SGC sold for 227856 the most ever paid for an SGC-graded example of the iconic hoops card. I'm guessing that's the Julius Irving one, not the one with the random other guy. Correct. <laughs> of the 1,520 examples examined by SGC, only eight have ever been awarded a 10 grade. One of only nine examples graded by PSA to receive a 10, this 1968 Topps Mickey Mantle card sold for $214,579, which is nearly five times the (laughs) amount of the previous record on that card set in the summer of 2019. The other six-figure bids in the auction were made for a 1978 Triple Crown Trophy originally given to affirmed trainer Laz Barrera, which sold for $150,000, and a baseball signed by Christy Mathewson at the first game of the 1910 World Series, which ended over $100,000. On the auction success, resident of SCP Auctions, President David Kohler, commented, quote, the sports memorabilia market is on fire, as evidenced by the world records we set last night, from high-end graded cards to the best of sports memorabilia, the results of our fall premiere auction are astonishing. Be sure to check out the full article on Sports Collectors Daily for more details about the two dozen record-breaking cards. Well, Sports Collectors um, Digest actually published a really detailed article um, after speaking at length with both Nat Turner of Collectors Universe and Beckett Collectibles President Jeremy Murray. The article reports that professional sports art authenticator, PSA, and Beckett Grading Services, further recognized as BGS, have some good news for collectors. Kind of. There is light at the end of the tunnel. See, when PSA shut down the majority of its submissions on April 1st of this year, the company had a backlog of 
get ready for this, 13 to 14 million, million cards, according Hmm. to Turner. But with each passing day, that number is gradually shrinking. We're making a lot of progress, Turner said. The backlog is probably close to half of what it was when we shut down, if not better. Think about that. 13 to 14 million to cut that number in half. Unbelievable. And our capacity has grown so much. The rate of burning it down is accelerating. We're doing over 40,000 cards a day now, which is a big deal. When we bought the company, it was half that. So we've doubled capacity basically since the start of the year. Turner said PSA's goal is to use 90% or more of its capacity on the backlog each day, thus the reason for the service cuts. A big reason PSA has been able to slash that backlog is because it is continuously hiring new graders, with the grading team doubling in size since he took over the company as CEO earlier this year. There's been some technology benefits that we've seen, but I would say most of the heavy lifting has just been through hiring. In addition, at Beckett, we've talked a lot about supply chains and bottlenecks the past few weeks. Well, it turns out that one big issue at Beckett Grading, BGS, was that when shipments were sent to BGS, they weren't invoiced and processed in a timely manner. That meant customers didn't even know if their items had been received or where they were in the process. So so since then, Beckett Collectibles President Jeremy Murray said, when we first shut down the services in April, there were so many orders that had not even been opened or processed, so we didn't even have a real number at the time when we shut this down. BGS's standard level, which was formerly its 10-day service option, was around a nine-month wait to get products back in June. Murray went on to say, we've gotten that down to about four months, so big change. We've had that service shut down for about three months, and we've gained five months in that turnaround, which is great. Uh, The economy level, which is BGS's lowest price point, is still backlogged about 14 to 15 months. Murray said regarding that, it hasn't gained as much as we wanted, and the reason for that is those are the biggest orders. Those are the huge orders that come in at the lowest price point. That kind of makes sense. Murray finished saying, we've gained a couple of months there, so we've got some work still to do on those orders. There are plenty of additional details in the article regarding pricing, current turnarounds, the timing of various service levels returning, and much more. So be sure to read the full article on Sports Collectors Digest. And great news getting that uh, reporting done. A great work getting that reporting done, SCD. Yeah, really detailed. And I mean, we tip of the iceberg right now. Uh, One of the most talked about releases of the entire 2021 product season finally arrived during the National Sports Collectors Convention in August. And as expected, Panini America's highly anticipated kids crate was a wild success. So much so that follow-up Series 2 program is making its way to hobby shelves this week. The Kids Crate program was created as a way to offer younger collectors a more affordable collecting option that also delivers value, fun, and more. Kids Crate Series 1 did just that, and Series 2 will as well. In fact, each Series 2 Kids Crate will deliver uh, one 
2021 Prism Premier League Soccer Serial Box, one 2020-21 Mosaic UEFA Euro Soccer Serial Box, one 2021 Select Baseball Serial Box, and a Serial Box of 2020 Prism Draft Picks Football Cards. Also included in each crate will be some fun Panini swag, including stickers, a mini football, and more. The Series 2 crates began arriving at Panini Direct Hobby Shops this week and also will be available in the coming weeks at the official online store of Panini America. This week, Beckett Media unveiled what the, uh, may be the greatest sports card bracket tournament in history. So if you want to see the ultimate, check out Beckett this week. You see, it's been 30 years since the release of the 1991 Fleer ProVision cards. And now it's time once and for all to figure out which one of the original cards is the hobby's favorite. That's right. These are the greatest cards ever. This is the bracket to determine. Thanks to the internet and modern technology, this debate is renewed in their Fleer ProVision bracket. The first round concluded yesterday. Most of the races were fairly one-sided. I mean, that's what you get when you get a one seed against a 16 seed. With the matchup between Chicago sports legend Michael Jordan, oh, it's so beautiful too, and Mike Singletary having the greatest disparity. Even though the Singletary is beautiful, that Jordan. That's, that's a card that I bought at the peak and don't regret, personally. Collectible that I want to keep for life. There were... A couple of really close races through this first round, including this battle between Will Clark and Charles Barkley that saw Sir Charles squeak out a win by just two votes, which was also the margin of victory by Cubs Hall of Famer Ryan Sandberg over Raiders great and Hall of Famer Howie Long. Wait a minute, Ivan. You read that wrong. Ryan Sandberg didn't win. Wait, Ryan Sandberg couldn't topple Howie Long? No. Well, we know this poll can't be possibly be scientifically accurate, but hey, we've also got a lot of great viewers here on GoGTS Live that are smart people. So I'm counting on you to go to Beckett for round two and vote correctly to make sure that round two goes properly. Don't and let Howie Long advance. Yes. Round two. I got it from Eric Norton. Uh, is going to start tomorrow, probably in the morning. So right. uh, enjoy that because it's been fun to watch. Okay, last thing. So last week we really wanted to show you the Card Vault, a new high-end sports card store located in the shadow of Gillette Stadium in Massachusetts. But due to me not realizing I hadn't actually uploaded the video for James, <laughs> we'll show it to you now. Watch this.
And in one final piece of hobby news that broke just today, again, if you're on Twitter or if you're on the internet, you can find this. Josh Luber, Fanatics, uh, a newly announced president of their trading card division, which carries with it some pretty large responsibilities and implications, sent out a tweet today that simply said, tradingcardsarecoolagain.com. Well, if you clicked on the link in the tweet, it took you to a 65-page analysis, vision statement, manifesto. I'm not quite sure, but there's 18,000 words written by Luber analyzing the sports card market, tracking its trajectory from the early days through the junk wax era, and sharing some vision for the future. So if you're as interested as we are in the business of sports cards and the production of them and what goes on behind the scenes, this is an interesting light into the mind of the president of three of the major licenses in the near future. So, And that's a look at this week's hobby happenings. Wow. Um, looks like I have some light reading to do this weekend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it shows he's doing some work that's for sure so how cool is that card store oh that's pretty awesome you know what that's not even the coolest card store we're gonna see tonight and that one is pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> hey, no comparing okay comparison <laughs> is the road to dissatisfaction in life we're okay that's Fair a cool enough. card shop and we'll show you another cool card shop there's lots of cool card shops all right. Sorry, um, it's a personal thing I've been dealing with in my life is like learning how to be happy with myself and not exactly, exactly. not look at you, Rob, and say, how can I be more like Rob? No, I'm okay. I'm okay where I'm at. <laughs> okay. All right. Hey, Mental health is look, a big deal lately, man. <laughs> let's take a look at some products, shall we? And this uh, is good for my mental health. Yeah. Watching right? some rips. Now and I know. I know that this product in particular piqued your curiosity. Oh, I've got some. And hot in the shop. Yeah, because you you yourself got some, right? Yeah, well, I've got some right here. I I hit a Cubs I hit a Cubs hot box in that I got a lot of the new Cubs prospects. So oh. they're not in Cubs uniforms, but I pulled Pete Crow Armstrong and I pulled Kevin Alcantara. So the guys that they traded all of my favorite players to get, well, I got them. Cool. But uh, well, so now here you've got them. We're going to look at 2021 Tops Heritage Minor yep. League Baseball cards. It's a big box, so you already I pre broke this it, right? box. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So but something I love about this each this year, there's two autographed cards. So last year it was one autographed card and a second hit that could be an autographed card. This year there are two autographed cards per box, as well as base set SPs. So you got to look for high numbers. Um, oh, who is that Cub? It wasn't a cub. It was Wander Franco of the Durham Bulls. Oh, gotcha. It's it's. I'm on the hey, sell sheet page, so it's super small. Question: Are yeah. you on the sell? I was going to say, is trade traded seems new to me. I don't remember this in the past. Yeah, I don't remember it in the past either. But I think it's just it's in the base set. I believe if you look at the card Can numbers on the yeah, back. Yeah, 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 for sure it is. But like I said, I still don't remember it. I think this is a new feature within the base set. That's my guy, Taron Vavra. He went to my high school. Oh, how funny is that? Yeah. Did the audience hear that, James? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> That's your case. Yeah. So send I, all your Terry Vavras. I pulled, yeah. a, you know, a good half dozen, no, more than that, probably a dozen of those. That was the card that I set, chose as an example, and I didn't even know that, James. 
Terrific. What are the odds, as they say? I, I guess he was um, traded. <laughs> yeah. In action. Your high I know he was drafted. Well, he was drafted by the Rockies, I'm pretty sure. Oh, and then they CJ traded Abrams, him. I'm going to look him up. Austin Martin, Garrett Mitchell, and loving that Wander Franco in action. And, Rob, right now you can still get this at hobby shops for like 70 Orioles. bucks. Yeah, it's great. So that's the other thing is if you're just itching to rip something and you do want some hits and you want some stuff from your team, you know, and you don't like me advocating for things like opening day, well, enjoy the minors a little bit. He went to the University yeah, of Minnesota. Robert Pawson, drafted by the Rockies. Cool. I'm sorry. I, and so I was right on that. And, yeah, he's, he's with the Blue Jays now. Oh, they just keep getting better, that team. Yeah. Stacking prospects. Yeah, for sure they are. Um, next up, another fun, cool insert we've seen. Boyhood photos of the stars. There's Ken Griffey Jr. thought that was great. Look at this one of little Miguel uh, Tejada. And I really like this one, too, of Tom Clavin. That's fun. Boyhood photos of the stars. And then there's a fun mini insert. Does... Do you happen to know what the name of this one was, Ivan? Uh, I just thought it was minis. Okay, fair enough. Sure. San Antonio Missions. There's CJ Abrams. I don't really again. like minis, so if I, I get do. like, like I if I only I, got one, then I'd be like, oh wait, how rare are they? But when you when you hit the second one, then I'm like, ah, you're done. Blaze done. Jordan, but that's me. All right, then let's see. Yes, how about that? I know that's a good autograph, Mr. Robert Pawson. Ooh, nice. Hold on. Right? Let, me my, let me get that blown up so I can get a good screenshot. And all my, why? Uh, the the sniping tool, the new button was buried underneath the screenshot. That uh, it's Never mind. I got it. I got it now. Okay. Um, and like Ivan said, guys uh, a why change this year is two autos instead of one and a relic. Um, and so, not I mean, when Lance Fisher puts a guy in a product Ooh, a few like years ago, like yeah, this is going. so this is a this is a good auto right here. But I also like this auto too. How about Ooh. a black bordered Kobe Mayo numbered to fifty? Nice. That's yeah. really nice. Yeah. So two really, really nice autographs in this box. And then each box did come with a um, box topper, 1972 tops poster cards. I had not opened this pack. I saved it. Oh, I saved the box loader. So we'll open this right now. Uh, error. That is Spencer Torkelson, is it not? That no, is not Robert so. Hassel, is it? No, I think that's Robert Hassel. with uh, Detroit. Yeah. That's oh, Robert okay. They, I could have sworn I'd seen that picture attached to his name before. They're so they racist against redheaded, freckled. And Riley Green. Good looking insert. I like, you know, obviously familiar if you know that all, all the design all the red-headed freckled guys in the mlb look the same huh rob yeah i guess so <laughs> so two winners all right 
two winners of both going to get an awesome card. That's a good, that's a good break. I like that. Yep. Um, so make sure you go to twitter.com slash go GTS live. And it's going to be live in just a minute. All you have to do is retweet the tweet. It's going to have the pictures of those cards and say retweet and enter to win. Well, it's not all you got to do. You also do have to be following us. The randomizer program disqualifies non-followers. And you have to be watching at the end of the show when we announce winners to claim your card. Okay? So that's, you know, you got to stick through the show in order to win. Pretty simple, right, Rob? Absolutely it is. All right. Next up, Bowman Platinum. Retail product. Okay. 20 packs, two autos. Pre-broke this box, too, for time's sake. Uh, I always like this product and uh, the number of ro good rookies that we hit phenomenal. Key Brian Hayes, Joey Bart, Key Ruiz, Alex Baum, Dylan Carlson. Are those, did we miss any big names? <laughs> Not bad, right? We have, this is an insert called renowned rookies. Here's Sam Huff, Sicto Sanchez, Joey Bart, and Andres Jimenez. Fun insert. Elston Howard. Giannis Sepetis. Jay Rodriguez, Jay Pena, Meteoric insert, Cubs rookie Braylon Marquez, rookie Bobby Dalbeck, now some uh, numbered action, how about Wander Franco orange number to 25, ooh, that looks good, let me get a pick of that. Oops, Perfect. Sorry. Thank you. Got it. Uh, Spencer Howard, number to 99. And this card is beautiful. Ivan, look at this. Wow. Wow. That looks real nice. Now, do we, know what cool? do we know what kind of parallel it is? I don't know, but it's number to 250 if that helps. Oh, that does help. Okay. So is that, is that, <laughs> so let me get a picture of that then. Try to, it was moving a lot, so I, I didn't. I didn't attempt. I also didn't attempt because sometimes it's coolest looking when it's moving. Every once in a while, yeah, but it makes a terrible picture when it's. Yeah, moving. I know. I know. Every once in a while, tops will do like the coolest insert, and it's like a five per box insert. <laughs> it's like, why? Why not save the coolest pattern for a numbered insert? Well, that looks like they did. Ready for our autos? Yeah, bring it on. All right. Austin Wells. Not terrible. New York Yankees. Yeah, not terrible. Doing okay. And catching prospect. Jordan Westberg, numbered to 50. It's another one of those really cool looking cards, but it's gold now, and it's numbered to just 50. Shortstop for the Orioles. Sorry. All right. So uh, two separate winners. And three 
All three of the numbered cards, Ivan. All right. So Bowman Platinum numbered cards. And then the uh, Austin Wells and the Jordan Westberg. Yep. You do your thing because awesome. you've also you yeah do that because you've got to do hot in the shop and I'll tell people what we've uh, what we're gonna break next. Yep, Chronicles baseball we're gonna break, but uh, we're gonna kill two birds with one stone and Ivan's gonna tee up a little like mini hot in the shop here. Oh wait, we're doing Chronicles next. Yes, that's a worldwide debut. So oh, listen. did we fail to mention that? Yeah, so if you're watching right now, take a screenshot, share the link, post to Twitter, post to Facebook, hit like if you're watching on Facebook or on YouTube. Give us some some love because this is a worldwide debut of Panini Chronicles Baseball. Yeah. Still need to finish my last tweet. <laughs> Omen Platinum. No worries. Do your thing. Yeah. uh, Thank you to Tracy Hackler for getting this in time for uh, to have a worldwide debut. Yeah. And so just some details on this since it's hot in the shop coming up this week uh, tomorrow. No, actually. Yeah. Tomorrow. This week. Tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Thursday, Friday. Saturday, Sunday. My kids taught me something in the car on the way home from school. Uh, So each box of Chronicles Here's one of the ways they're bringing value. Chronicles has three autographed cards. That's pretty awesome. Um, I know that in basketball, they don't necessarily have as many autographs per box. So in baseball, you're getting three autographed cards. You're also getting one memorabilia card plus six obsidian base or parallel cards and six PETG base or parallels in every box. So we're going to have to keep an eye out. I don't know what PE player uh, it's got to be one of the mini brands because, of course, as we know, Chronicles covers mini brands, uh, features a, an amalgamation of different sets. Um, one of the fan favorites that's returning is Obsidian Autographs uh, with that electric etch technology. There's going to be multiple on-card autograph sets like Boys of Summer and America's Pastime, uh, as well as one set of autographs with memorabilia in the Origins Jumbo Rookie Material Autographs and Illuminance Autograph Checklist that features 25 of the greatest current and former stars. You're going to see names like Ichiro, Yadier Molina, Joe Adele on the certified autographs, Um, And there's a fourth substrate to Chronicles this year. Be on the lookout for clear acetate cards in four different versions. Magnitude, Clear Vision, Clearly Donruss, and Clearly Donruss Rated Rookies. Uh, That must be important because Clearly Donruss debuts is printed right on the box. Yeah. That said, we don't know exactly what, if any, is the SSP insert. So again, with a worldwide debut, watch this, keep track, come back next week when we've seen a little bit more of this broken, just in case we happen to hit like a case hit and don't even realize it. Because again, we're going to see a ton of brands inside this. So let's get ripping. Let's see Chronicles. I'm just waiting for my boy to say he's good. All righty. Um, Eight cards per pack, six packs per box, three autos and a memorabilia card. One thing um, that happened today, Ivan, um, 
Remember in looking at Chronicles, we were tipped off about Recon being a new brand, a standalone mm-hmm. brand. Guess what I got a solicitation for today? Recon? Flux. Basketball. Oh, Flux. Okay. Another so Flux is coming to basketball, huh? Yeah, we've seen it in Chronicles. Now it's getting a standalone brand. So pretty interesting. Chronicles, it can serve many functions, including like a testing ground, if you will. Do you know why I try to remember to do do that and like shuffle the, the cards like that? Because sometimes there's sometimes people pay real attention to to breaks so they can try to figure out the like okay the oh. auto is on the right hand side so when i go to the hobby shop you know what i mean yeah there is a little bit of that but i don't know i i feel like with so many people that just break a whole box now that that's not as big of a thing as it might have been in the 90s i could be wrong not the night i wouldn't go so far back as the 90s like in the 90s that was a thing like Yep, I did as a kid. Well, I'll tell you, there's a sh- shop about 45 minutes from here that doesn't sell packs <laughs> because he was so tired of having somebody pull the big hit and then the rest of the box sits there. All right, okay. Chaz. That's why we have the show, so we can hear what all is this? perspectives. This is a U Darvish dual swatch, number to 99. Ooh, look at that. Really thick card, and I like that design. So that's too. that baseball pastime. Yeah, that, that I mentioned. I didn't mention it. I was reading. Oh, there's some clearly action. Magnitude, oh. Luis Robert. I was just gonna say, it looks like Luis Robert from the picture too. I wasn't able to make out the, uh, the type. XR design. Overdrive, Javier Baez. Baez, yeah. And back Ooh, and to then back. Overdrive, Jared Kellenick, rookie. And this one's a prism. Oh, and who's that obsidian? Ooh. It's I Alex Baum. Now, hold on. Look look at the obsidian again. It looked a little white white to me. Check the back. There's no stamp on that, is there? Is that a regular obsidian? Yep. Not a parallel. Correct. Okay. There's so many different variations, and I don't get to open enough cards. So I'm sorry if there's experts that are actually watching that are like, how'd this buffoon get on a show? I don't know, but just... Go on the journey with me, all right? Especially because that Kellenic prism, that's pretty awesome. Legacy. Cody Bellinger. Uh, when was the last time you pulled a Sammy Sosa card? Way too long <laughs> ago. That's for sure. Way too long. I ago. like, I was just going to say, I like seeing Sammy back in products. Ian Anderson rated rookie on Acetate. Is he uh, going to win rookie of the year? I don't know. Zenith, Chris Rodriguez. The always pass popular crusade. Logan Gilbert on the Phoenix design. Chaz Jizholm again. Chisholm. Strike that. Reverse it. Oh. Jazz Chisholm. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Whit Merrifield. (laughs) 
Chronicles base. First one we've seen of those, Matt Chapman. Yep. Six packs in total here, just in case you were trying to keep Andres count. Andres Jimenez on the Origins. Good looking card. I had two cars there. Mike Trout, Clear Vision. Hey. One of one. No. Tracy's got me greedy. I'm sorry. Gold Tracy. standard, Eloy Jimenez. Rookie Alex Baum on the Phoenix design. Another pretty good rookie. This one on the Titan design. It is a prism. Casey Mize. Oh, look at that. Casey Mize on Obsidian. And rookie pitcher Garrett Crotchet. Rookies and stars. Kyle Isbell. There's our first auto. Letty Tavares on XR. Ace. Um, hold on. Put that back up for just a second. It was flipper flopping a bit. Okay, I got a good one. Thank you. I do like this magnitude design. It's pretty cool. Uh, who is that there? Kyle. Oh, Kyle Lewis. Okay. Hold on. I set my glasses someplace. Here they are. The 19th, Ivan. My appointment's on the 19th. Um, <laughs> Dylan Carlson on the black design. Ooh, that looks sharp. Yeah, it does. Cody Bellinger, Overdrive. Titan non-prism, but a pretty good player. Shohei Otani. William Contreras for Atlanta. And Dylan Carlson on the Leaf Certified Design. Mm. All right, two packs left. Donruss Certified Design? Leaf Certified, or Donruss Certified, yes. Used to be Leaf Certified, right? Um, Christian Pache, numbered to 100. Oh, and that's on a score, score design. Ramon Lariano. Yeah, see, when I accidentally do those things, Leaf Certified, that dates me. <laughs> it's okay. We get it. Nick Madrigal. I always have to just remind myself it's okay to mention Fleer brands to Upper Deck interviewees. <laughs> German Mercedes on the black. Glaber Torres. Titan. Oh, is that? And, are they all purple background like that, or is yeah? That, okay, they're all like that, and it's not a prism. Uh, but this one is. Oh, hey, for number to two ninety nine. It's a crusade prism, number to two ninety nine of Sox rookie Andrew Vaughn. Looks like it might actually be the hyper prism version of prisms that they have. Probably why it got a number. 
which is cool. I've always liked the hyper prism design, mm -hmm. but in like basketball, they don't number them. Like they use that on, that's one example of it, what I was talking about earlier, where it's like some really cool types of prism that then they overproduce in my mind. So I like seeing that on a numbered card in a product like this. Well, this is interesting here. I don't any caters to me. I just right? finished my sec. <laughs> I just finished this pack with Letty Tavares and I mean, what did we say? Three autos and a memorabilia card? Yeah. Okay, I have one pack left. We've pulled one auto. Hmm. 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 I'm going to put that on whoever writes for GTS, gogts.net. No, it says it. I'm, I'm teasing you. I'm teasing you. <laughs> You don't package up the cards. No, I Christian. see the solicitation, the sales sheet, three autographs. Well, we'll Christian see. Yelich, on average, Rob. Oh, yeah, that's right. Over the entire print run. Nate Pearson. Okay. There's not. Get it? No, there's not another auto and memorabilia in here. Uh, magnitude, uh, Anthony Rizzo, numbered to fifty. Hey, it's a beautiful card. It's not yeah, an auto, like but it's a beautiful card. Cabrian Hayes on the titanium design. Daniel Lynch, rookie. Fernando Tatis, crusade. Trevor Lawrence, rookie. And this guy is not a rookie. Cal Ripken. Okay, so Rob, I've got some... I've got good news and bad news. Okay. I'm going to go with the bad news first. The bad news is that our lack of hit does not mean an extra hit somewhere in the product for all of you. Cause at first I thought that was probably a good thing. Um, it means Rob, you need to go back to the Andres Jimenez origins, which should be a thicker card. And they're saying that that was an auto that may have been an auto that was supposed to be an auto or it is an auto. So silver ink right there. Is that it? So was it actually a super, is that actually, wow. So I, hold that up. If that's an actual auto, that is. So Rob, I'm not an idiot for blazing right by it, right? No, because look at that. Like that looks so good. Especially like it looks like it's printed on there. Yeah. All right. Okay. Like, I'm not crazy in overselling it, right? Like that actually looks like uh, with silver. Hold on. I need a picture of that. <laughs> Bring that back here. Because, you know, usually with those silver Sharpies, they get some, like, I've seen so few without a streak. Not to mention, look at that tight, tight autograph. Wow. I'd rather, tr I'd rather have a silver ink on-card uh, Origins auto wow. than a memorabilia card. So we did get our three autographs. Yeah. Well, we got a memorabilia card. You got the U Darvish. Remember? Oh, that's right. So it was all in there. Okay. Yeah. yeah I didn't know why you kept saying I'm sorry, guys. Because like that I was said, I am tired. But it's the auto block. definitely makes sense. That was, I wouldn't, I didn't spot totally that. Totally forgot. It was like the first card we pulled. And, well, yeah, it was a long time ago. It's like I was watching one of those baking shows last <laughs> night. So and great. I by the end of the judging, I was like, well, no, it's, <laughs> we found it. It's all there. It was a good break. It was fun. And I think that especially seeing that Jimenez auto, like in the chat, tell me, am I crazy? Or is that the kind of auto that you would just pass up? I see Steven Radford already said, yeah, it is a nice auto. Like that looks, it looks good. like it's printed on there. Yeah. 
How many athletes do you know in this day and age? I thought it was facsimile. I'm like, oh, that's kind of different. (laughs) You know what? Okay, so that is a giveaway card. The U Darvish, because it's numbered in dual, is a giveaway card. These two guys, that's one giveaway. So the Tavares, and who's that pitcher? Nate Pearson. Pearson, that's right. So three winners out of that box. And then the Andres Jimenez. Wow. <sighs> yeah, that, that, uh, I'm, I'm looking, I keep looking at that. That's actually one of the best screenshots I've ever gotten too. That origins with sort of like a color burst background and that silver Sharpie, that's an incredibly good looking card. So thank you, Panini America. Though, again, here's the thing. I wouldn't have faulted them if we were missing one because we're right. due. <laughs> like, yeah, we are due. <laughs> We've taken so much. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I'm not calling customer service on this one. I said, we're just, we were due. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So just one last quick reminder, go to twitter.com slash go GTS live, retweet the tweets with the cards um, from our box breaks to enter to win those hits. Um, And now we're going to give you a look at what's hot in the shop this week in hobby shops. Nope, just with AHL hockey, our last box break, Ivan. Oh crap! Uh, Sorry, putting you back to work. Yeah, when, two things at once. I know. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, do I gotta, what I gotta said, do justice to this. Thing. To the well, I gotta do justice to this tweet. Well, let me tell you guys, um, I pre-broke this box as well, and when I did so, because I am, I mean. I'm not an AHL guy, okay, but I know one. Uh, our very own Russ Cohen, a well-known writer, uh, hockey analyst, uh, was on NHL Sirius XM for years and years and years and years. He knows AHL, so I called him, and he said we did really good with our AHL box. So I'm excited to show you guys here as soon as um, – Oh, I know, but I'm going to let Ivan do his thing with Hot Shop first. All right. <clears throat> so I feel like I did justice to Andres Jimenez's autograph quality in that tweet. So while you're going out there to, to retweet that, keep an eye on the screen as James shows you some of these cards that we're about to preview and listen to my voice telling you about 2020-21 Upper Deck AHL hockey cards, which we already heard from Mike Phillips at Upper Deck is a bit loaded this year because there's no CHL to compete with it uh, because of COVID. So each box is going to deliver one autographed card plus one numbered base set parallel and an additional chase card, as well as some inserts in every box. There's a 200-card base set this year, which is expanded, again, likely because of the amount of uh, players in the league. 150 top veterans and 50 star rookies. There's also uh, expanded parallels, including exclusives numbered to 100, high gloss numbered to 10, and autographed parallels to chase. So they've taken, it's always been kind of a base product. They've added in a little more pizzazz this year. Um, so check this out. Let's dive right in. Let's see the cards. All right. Yeah, I'm looking back now because I, I actually have a second on the on the chat on YouTube. Someone said earlier, not sure if didn't that one card have an auto on it? Not sure if it was facsimile or not. Haha. <laughs> 
<laughs> Riley Damiani, he made his debut um, for the Dallas Stars uh, just this week. So star, nice star rookie. Seth Jarvis, Russ says, is the real deal. Uh, star in the making. As is Cole Perfetti for Winnipeg. High draft pick. Nick Suzuki's brother, Ryan, also will be a star in the league, Russ said. Jamie Drysdale, he was like, yeah, you guys got nice rookies. I was like, okay, great. And then this this player, he said, eh, but it is numbered to only 10. So that's kind of cool. We got a, yeah. Chase DeLeo, high gloss, numbered one of 10. Wow. Those can't be common. Now, AHL standouts is the only insert. No, it's a extended part of the base set. AHL standouts, Cooper Merity, Jack Quinn, Ben Street, all regular known guys in the HL, Zach Dalpy, up by Ivan or uh, James's old neck of the woods in Minnesota, Brennan Mennel, and Vitelli. Abramoff for the senators. And we've also pulled a red parallel, not numbered, but red of Zade wisdom. A, uh, Russ says that this guy is going to be, uh, when he gets up to the flyers, he's going to be one of those players that the fans absolutely love. Uh, hard worker, great skills. Won't be a superstar, but he'll be, Top line guy, top two lines for sure. And I was glad to hear that because our autograph was also Zade Wisdom. So I'm going to make an instant collector out of for Zade Wisdom, and hopefully someone in Philly or Jersey wins. And uh, so I'm going to pair these up one winner. No pressure. (laughs) (laughs) We have one random. One random where that lines up perfectly with a huge collector of the huge card. Now every single week. Oh man. But I'm still, also gonna throw that card number to ten in that lot as well. So so just one winner is gonna get the three sort of three hits from that. Actually, I changed my mind. I'm gonna ah. take that card of ten and I'm gonna put it in a prize pack for somebody. Since it's not a star, they'll be happy to get a card out of a free pack. That's numbered to just ten. Zade. And that yes. is a look at our live box break segments for this evening. Uh, thank you to Upper Deck, Panini, and Tops. It's not often we get to do a trifecta of manufacturers on one show. Uh, happy to do so, though. This, <laughs> So pay attention to what Ivan tells you to do. Is that a retweet going out there for that? Yep, I'm working on that right now. You can tell them the website. Twitter.com slash GoGTSLive. Okay. I'm more interested in... I give you the easy ones. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I'm more interested in telling our audience about Trace and Chase sports cards in Greece. I had the absolute privilege and pleasure of talking to Trace and Chase's content producer, Dio Nikiforos. And he said, I pronounced it 
beautifully. Um, and by the end of this video, you guys are going to know why when we were all done, I felt like we were family and it was only a 12 minute conversation. Some of the most genuine people I've ever met this way. And my boss and the owner of our company were over there to visit in person. And he said, yep, it's really that way. So enjoy this. It's a little bit of a longer, we're doubling up on interviews tonight, but wait till you see this store. We'll be back to take a look at hot in the shop and uh, wrap things up later in the program. All right. All right. We are live here with Dio Nikaforos, content producer at Trace and Chase in Greece for a hot seat Europe edition. Hi, Dio. How are you? I'm good. Oh, my gosh. This, I'm blown away by the look of this shop. I mean, this looks more like a museum than a Wait, wait, because shop. it gets better. <laughs> how can it get any better? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, gosh this is beautiful I'm, thank you thank you rob just showing off some of our stuff here uh replica uh rings some are those pop are those popular the replica rings they're super popular people keep asking for them and can, okay. you, can you imagine what's going to happen when we get the yanis one? Oh my gosh forget about it right <laughs> as they say <laughs> wow exactly absolutely beautiful so since we mentioned his name, you know, his nickname, the Greek freak over here, what do, what, what's the market impact been since Giannis brought Milwaukee an NBA championship? I mean, people, people are fans, huge fans of Giannis. And as expected, everybody was behind me. Everybody was supporting him. And once he got the, the trophy, you know, it felt like we got the trophy. It's like, <laughs> he, he's, <laughs> the, the NBA trophy is ours now. <laughs> That's awesome. Like okay, this the entire section, country so... of Greece owns the trophy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's a main section where uh, we have some of the jerseys with the cards. Oh, cool. Uh, and from the other side, you can see more jerseys. And we got a nice collection of the upper deck relics. Oh, you remember I, love, that series, right? I love hard, Hardcourt Supreme or Supreme Hardcourt. Yeah. Who doesn't? And we got that beautiful piece here, the one-on-one of Magic Johnson. <laughs> it's here in Greece. Wow. Oh, this is so cool. All right. Trace and Chase. Where does Trace this name Chase, originate? You can find us on, on social media. Follow. And make sure you check us out. Where so did the, the name, name come from? Yeah. That's a good question. So the name was came up as as a way to reach out uh, the audience we're targeting. And it's, you know, the, the essence of the hobby, like tracing cards and chasing cards and finding ah. cards. <laughs> gotcha. I like it. I like it. Dio, you're the content producer. Um, how Correct. long have you been? How long have you been with Trace and Chase? And how long has Trace and Chase been around? Since day one. And right here, we see Yanis, the owner of the shop. And he's going to take Giannis. you. The second part. <gasps> oh my! <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is incredible. You oh feeling this gosh. place, Rob? <laughs> oh, I need to get there. I just want to hang and out. Exactly. Rack them. You're welcome. Rack them. <laughs> this is a Yanis corner we're to we're talking about. 
Oh. Signed jersey, collection of his cards, a rainbow here, and of course the trophy. <laughs> so everything is so beautifully displayed, and there's no no seemingly holes. If a customer comes in and goes, "I want to, I want to buy that," <laughs> you know, is that cool with you? Or <laughs> <laughs> it, it is, but you know, they have to make a good offer because some of the pieces here, most of the pieces here, they're they're super rare. Uh, we got the what is the the Ronaldo. Oh, from Auto from, from the yeah. Euro. And wow. here we've got a collection of basketballs and all kinds of memorabilia. Uh, oh, Rick wow. Pitino over here. <laughs> Some Greek guys. I didn't know and he more. was Greek. I didn't know he Rob, was Greek. Rob, uh, it's time to meet you, to introduce you to the, to the rest of the team. Yes, please do. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we got... Yanis here, the owner of the creator. Hello. And Xavier, our sales guy. Hello, Xavier. Awesome. Well, welcome, guys. Thanks for joining us okay, on GoGTS Live. That's fantastic. Thank you There's for having Dio. us, actually. Oh, it's absolutely our pleasure. Um, our audience doesn't often get to interact with shops and collectors overseas simply because of the time difference. We broadcast live at 9 p.m. And so we figured, yeah, let's bring them something pre-recorded so they can see a slice of the hobby over in Europe and particularly Greece. So over here in America, when we dealt with this stupid virus or whatever, the Things got so popular. Was it the same thing over there, or did it come later? Talk to us a little bit. Yeah, uh, Rob, um, we we saw the same effect on the market like you guys did in the U.S., uh, maybe a little bit later, maybe a few months later. Okay. Uh, but uh, that, that boom that we saw uh, all around the market, regardless of the sport or the release or the edition, uh, this is what urged me to go forward and go through uh, in uh, with building what you see here. And I want to make sure that, you know, it's something unique. It's something sure. that represents the hobby, represents uh, the producers, represents collectors in the best possible way. I love so, it. So, yeah, all that boom, that push from collectors worldwide, uh, we saw that. We, we, we still see that. Uh, and uh, this is uh, what uh, essentially pushed us to, to make our vision come true. So this is obviously a personal passion. Chances are you're probably a collector or were a collector. When did you first, I mean, trading cards in your hand, how, how old were you? Uh, <laughs> that's a good question. Uh, I remember myself uh, buying packs of uh, Upper Deck 1992. Okay. Uh, that was uh, very, very popular and probably the first ever release of trading cards that uh, was brought into Europe and Greece. Uh, after that, you know, I kind of stopped because we didn't have access, uh, essentially, in Greece to trading cards. So if there are no new releases in front of you in an era of no internet or uh, no eBay or... Sure. So, you know, I kind of stopped. And then, you know, I did get a, a, a glimpse of what was happening in the early 2000s in the U.S. because I, I studied there. I did my MBA uh, okay. in New York. 
but didn't really started collecting again until 2014, I would say. Okay. So what you see here, that is essentially a display or a showcase of uh, my personal collection, wow. uh, was uh, built up uh, during the last five years. Unbelievable. Absolutely. And let me show you a few more items. Rob. Please. So we got oh. the the Kobe signed basketball over here. God rest his soul. And these are new items. These are some special coins from uh, um, when when Kobe when Kobe retired. Wow, beautiful. We got a LeBron and uh, a LeBron basketball, LeBron signed basketball as well over here. You got to right. I mean, uh, and cards. Uh, Where's Michael? Where's my guy? Let's, let's Where's MJ? Of that, like. Oh yeah, well, a complete collection of colossal rookie materials, 2018-19. Oh my gosh! Here and here, you're right. That's a serious. And triple patches of national treasures too. I mean, that's talk about a chase. Nice, well done. <laughs> Holy cow! Holy cow! Now, being huge basketball fans, I, I know you got it. I some Jordan stuff in there. I think I saw some Nikes. You know, well, we got the Yanis, and next Giannis. to that, oh, yeah, Magic and Bird, Larry and Magic, yeah, love that quad jersey card, beautiful. And some of the prospects here, they have been playing well, actually. Wendell Carter Jr. and Mo Bamba, yeah, oh, so fun. Uh, when to to give the audience an, um some background, um the owner of GTS Distribution, Luca, we're big fans and, of Luca as well. <laughs> of course, and my boss were uh, in Greece a few last month, I think it was, and um, hooked this up. There it is. There it is. There's my guy. There's my guy. <laughs> now we're talking. Yes. And oh, beautiful! All six replica championship rings. Well done, yes, sir. Awesome, awesome. Thank you. And and so, um, yeah, I bet I bet it was hard to get my boss out of the shop because he's a bit of a fanboy and a collector too. So I bet he didn't want to leave. <laughs> well, Am the I right? Thing is it was a rainy day, oh. so we, we spent most of the time over here. And actually, we were very fortunate because the previous day. Uh, they, they wanted to check some of uh, the uh, archaeological sites in Athens, and it was a great day. Perfect. So we did our Every... tour the previous day, and then the next day we spent the entire day here in this shop. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Fantastic. And I'm sure you treated them to some wonderful cuisine while you they were all there as well. Oh, I got to get yep. over there, guys. I'm, I, I, I wasn't <laughs> jealous of my boss until uh, – this interview now i am i gotta get over there <laughs> and then wow. like like we say to everyone wait till you actually get here and you step into the room you know the the the, the feel is 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 oh. phenomenal oh that's awesome Rob, well listen how, how does how does gts live from trace and chase sound Woo! i think <laughs> <laughs> See, if I open the, I was just telling somebody, if I open a can of worms, like going to different shops, I'm going to be on a plane all the time, but I think I might be able to make an exception for Greece. Okay. Please, yeah, please. Do so. 
Please All right, let's see what happens. But uh, guys, listen, this has been absolutely awesome. So much fun. What's the website so that people can check you out online? It's it's one word, traceandchase.com, and the same uh, for, for social media. Just put one word, traceandchase, it will come up everywhere, from TikTok to Facebook to Instagram and Twitter. Of course, because you're the content producer, so you make sure that you're everywhere you need to be, right? All right. <laughs> kind of like my job as the director of marketing. Exactly. All right. All right, guys. Hey, listen, this has been so fun. Thank you for taking some time out of your day. Thank you, Rob. And um, it's been a we'll pleasure talk for soon. us, too. All righty. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you. Take Bye-bye. care. Bye-bye. How incredible was that? Do you, get, do you understand why I felt like family at the end of that? I love it. Just, when are we going, Rob? Right? Exactly. I mean, talk about an open invitation, right? Wait, Absolutely Rob, wonderful. Sorry, I should have prepared better, but wh- do you where in Greece are they? I should have prepared. No, I'm just kidding. Thessalonica, like from the Bible. Thessalonica. Okay. Yep. So here's the thing that we don't talk often enough about on this show, and I was just it, like in the off bit we we were kind of talking about like going and checking out new places wow so i'm not trying to be biased but i know that from our metrics our show is mostly watched by men guys if you're trying to take your wife on a special trip (laughs) thessalonica is right on the coast i like looks absolutely beautiful i hear that greece is actually an affordable destination uh, as we mentioned, how much, how much, what do you, what your entire meal is uh, baklava and uh, spanakopita, yep. you know, great food, lots of meat too, lots of good red meat, lamb, all that. Uh, there's no reason for any of our viewers not to make it out to this shop. <laughs> <laughs> not any reason. I mean, maybe a few reasons I get, I get restrictions, but Hey, just saying, if you're trying to plan a trip, right. This is actually kind of fun. Like, you know, like you could imagine going across the world and going to a card shop and being welcomed like that while also, yeah. you know, and, being and able Athens, to stay by the bay. Athens is doable from Thessalonica, from what I understand. So it's like, that's all you need to do. I mean, boom, you're done. Um, all right. Well, let's. We're on different uh, ends of the country, but. I yeah, think, but it's it's Greece. It's like that might be an oversell from them. I, yeah, you can just you can get to Athens. You can get anywhere. <laughs> what does Bill Murray say? It's like it's like it's Czechoslovakia. It's like going to Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Well, just if you are planning a trip, that that could be a fun little fun little nugget on it. So I want to get over to Europe someday. Oh yeah, it's great. Never been. Oh, it's so. great. Um, that said, hey, we don't just have winners yet. We have another great segment first because there is a lot of good cards. The the rest of what's releasing this week. Yeah. Okay. So let's take a look at the rest of the products that are hot in the shop this week, including this high-end sensation that is Transcendent Collection, but it's the WWE version. There's only 50 cases of this made. 50. 50 total. Okay. But it's loaded. So you're going to get a complete 50-card base set. You're going to get 50 autograph cards, including a one-of-one parallel guaranteed. You will get a oversized quad autographed four-horsewomen card. 
you will get a complete 25 card WWE Legends insert featuring The Rock, as well as another 25 card set featuring Ric Flair. Look for GPK original art cards, one in every case, briefcase, and one limited autographed art print, plus an autographed deluxe replica WWE championship title belt. That's the coolest thing yet. (laughs) And a VIP experience invitation. Uh, I can't believe it's going to be out this week, but it is. So maybe shop vicariously through your favorite breaker. Nice. Uh, Shop directly through your favorite. (laughs) There you go. Dive in. Uh, next up, we have a configuration of Panini Mosaic Baseball with an actual title that I I can get behind. You know that I like kitschy. I like titles that fit. Well, this is Mosaic Quick Pitch Baseball Cards. It's not slow pitch. It's quick pitch. So a little tighter configuration, but there is still one autographed card per box, as well as 10 quick pitch silver parallels and one regular silver prism and two rookie variations. And there are 18 packs in this. So uh, it seems like it's just designed to be a little bit more of a fan favorite rip with some great up and coming stars and one of Panini's most popular optochrome designs. Of course, look for those autos there. You saw the quick pitch autos. Quick pitch autographs black and quick pitch autographs gold and some of the cool names there uh dylan carlson vladimir guerrero jr cabrian hayes so you see rookies as well as stars and of course lots of parallels and some cool inserts including the field vision quick pitch and the locked in quick pitch and international men of mystery coming from panini this week and following that we have oh more tops baseball archives All right. Two on-card autographs and 17 inserts in every box. It's great. You get to take a trip down memory lane, celebrate 70 years of Topps baseball cards with this annual release, special release this year, given 70. So here's a list of the box box hits in addition to those two on-card autographs. Four movie posters, four 1963 Topps peel-off, four 1991 Topps Bazooka Shining Stars, three Never Forgotten cards, one 94 draft pick card, and one movie poster, mini poster. Uh, Pretty cool. We've already seen some of similar things in heritage. Um, In addition to that, look for a 300 card base set featuring iconic designs from every decade of tops, you know, including 57, 62, 73, 83, 91, 2001 and 2011. Check out a preview of the next 70 years of tops in a flash to the future with tops 20, 91 as well. Kind of a interesting little quirk there. How many of us will be around to hold them to that? Right. There's also (laughs) new hobby exclusive parallels. The complete details of which can be found on the sell sheet on the gogts.net website. Yeah. Which of our viewers are still going to be here in 2091 in my honor to go through that subset and see what, what top should be held to. There we go. All right. Also this week, uh, we have an autographed product from TriStar, Hidden Treasures Autographed Footballs. 
no redemptions, all product is inserted, four boxes per case. Each case is going to have two Pro Football Hall of Famers, one current player, and one fan favorite from a list of names, including Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, uh, draft picks Trevor Lawrence, Jamar Chase, Drew Brees, Dan Marino, Barry Sanders, Terry Bradshaw, Emmett Smith, John Elway, Joe Namath, Roger Staubach. They're all bums. Aaron Donald. Say scrub. Say scrub after I say that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Bo Jackson, Aaron Rodgers, and many, many more. Look for inscribed footballs. uh, And all autographs, of course, are authenticated by the biggies. TriStar, PSA, DNA, JSA, or BAS. Only 110 cases of this. Very limited production run. That means only 440 total footballs with a great-looking checklist. 2021 TriStar Hidden Treasures Autographed Footballs. If you hit that Aaron Donald, meet me in my DMs. All right. Last but not least, we told you last week that the hobby configuration of Tops update was delayed to this week. So for many of you, we know you don't buy the jumbo version. Weren't paying attention because hobby wasn't going to be out. But it's going to be out now. So Hobby's got an auto or relic card plus one bonus silver pack in every box. The 330 card set features traded stars, new rookie debuts, season highlights, and player combos. Kind of serves as the uh, final installment of the flagship series for this baseball collecting season. New full foil board parallels include green number to 499 orange and red look for new tops black gold oh awesome Mm -hmm. tribute to the first modern day insert set from 1993 featuring new players and a classic design new also tops cards that never were love that idea other update series inserts include 70 years of tops baseball tops tech 70th anniversary acetate cards featuring mlb elite talent um oh sorry those are a jumbo box exclusive uh sketch cards are in both hobby and jumbo though and also in hobby and jumbo are these awesome new mlb all-star commemorative sleeve logo patch cards so that's pretty cool Tops uh, 1986 baseball autographs on card, including parallels. This is in stores this week, the hobby version. And that's going to do it for a look at what's hot in the shop for this week. So get out, visit your local hobby shop or online group breaker or favorite uh, online retailer. All right, Uh, James, I don't Would it be okay if we updated the poll real quick? Okay. Um, so awesome. So the poll is closed and we were able to get Jordan over 26%. The disparity in the numbers didn't change very much, but 365 of you voted. So thank you for that. And definitively 56.7% saying the 52 tops mantle. Okay. Uh, what are we doing here? Last thing, we got to put Ivan to work picking winners. So we have one more special video segment for you. Kelsey Schroyer had the opportunity to talk to Peter Steinberg of SGC Grading while he was at the National. Not about anything specific at that time. Making this an evergreen piece with some details about SGC. Check this out, and we'll be back to announce tonight's winners. 
SGC's had a lot of changes this year. The grading industry as a whole has had a lot of changes this year, including pricing changes. What made SGC decide to do the pricing changes they made? So SGC decided to do the pricing changes um, basically when our competitors decided to do their pricing changes. As we all know, there's a lot of cards in the hobby that need to be graded right now, probably more than ever, um, and less options than there's ever been. With two of our competitors, both Beckett and PSA, temporarily suspending uh, services, we made the decision that we only want to take in as many cards as we can grade, as we can process. What that means is all of our customers will be satisfied because they're receiving the exact level of service that they were promised. Now with that, we're growing our team as quickly and efficiently as we can in order to take in more cards and therefore either maintain or lower price even as demand continues to rise. So we, we kind of adjust as the hobby, as the, as the hobby hears this news, so do we, and we adjust accordingly. Overall, which cards are you seeing the most coming in for grading? I would say uh, definitely more modern at this point, which is a big leap from where we were in t at the 2019 National when uh, we didn't have any modern coming in. Uh, I would say mostly modern. Vintage is certainly exploded as well for us, um, just a lot more cards. Obviously, our inflow is, has roughly 20x'd uh, from where it was tw uh, two years ago. But I would say modern, vintage, maybe a 70-30 even, 60-40 split. Now, you used to do autograph authentication. Do you ever think you'll go back to doing that as well? You know, there's just so much that still needs to be done in cards. And just to rattle off a few points that just come straight to mind, you know, we don't have a booklet holder. There's not really a great booklet holder in the hobby, yet products like this will provide you with some unbelievable pieces that come in the shape of a booklet. Um, you know, there are cards still that SGC must reject and cannot grade because, unfortunately, the, the you know manufacturers are making them bigger and bigger and bigger. And we certainly support the creativity, but it does make it hard for the grading companies to keep up on a material standpoint, things like that. Then we also talk about pricing. I'm sure everyone would love to be able to submit to SGC for even lower than they can right now. Well, what that means is we have to grow the team to increase our capacity so we can let some more cards in. My overall point is that there is so much work to be done in cards right now that sure, we would love to continue to expand and take on these new, um, you know, these new paths. But I think right now we are just solely focused on all things card grading. You mentioned bringing in new staff. What are the challenges of bringing in new card graders? So the challenges of bringing in, in new card graders really are the same challenges in bringing in really anyone for any position at SGC. The reason I say that is because SGC really believes in internal uh, growth. So what that means is there are graders currently in our grading room that began in our encapsulation department. From the encapsulation department, they moved on to research and ID if they proved themselves. If they were excellent in research and ID, they'd go to our proofing department almost as a junior grader in training. And from there, they begin the very long training of becoming an SGC grader. Um, the challenges are what you would think. Uh, you know, this is a big room with a lot of hobbyists. I bet there's not many graders walking around the floor, though. So it, it's, a, it's a lot of training. One thing SGC prides itself in, and I think we've really excelled at this, is teaching. Teaching is such a big aspect of this. At some point, I did not know what a Panini Prism was. I did not know that Pete Rose's rookie year was in 1963. I was taught that by someone. So if you teach effectively, we believe that's that's really the key to, to bringing in more um, unbelievable individuals who, who help this team grow and care about the job. It's a lot of grading news tonight. Yeah, right? Okay. Tons of stuff happening. So, yeah. <laughs>
Show All right, shows. Ivan. Wait, somebody that, just called me lazy. What's going on? Now's the time in the program where Worked we announce winners. Uh, Ivan, did you have, was that long enough video? Did you get to pull winners? It was. What, is, what does Klingon everybody have to thinks, do to get there? Thinks I was being lazy. No, I was pulling winners and doing a good job of it. Um, so, but that said, yeah. So first off, you had to have been watching the show in order to enter to win in order to win because we're about to announce the winners but there's one step you got to do after that if you hear your name called you have to claim your prize we can't just find you you have to email us so that rob can administer this do all the shipping email us at go gts live at go gts.net the name of the show at the name of our website and don't forget go gts.net has great columns on it every day for you to read future watch uh, breaking barriers, you know, product information. So that's the website. Our show is go GTS live, email us your name, your mailing address, what you won and your Twitter handle. So we can line it up nice and easy. In fact, Hey, there's a template right there on the screen, make it easy on us. Um, and also just one more reminder too, if you're watching on Twitch, which a ton of you are right now, uh, you can also subscribe to us. Uh, I had a dear friend ask me the other day via DM. He said, hey, wait, Ivan, if I subscribe, do you make some money? <laughs> and I had to laugh and say, no, but do you see how much we ship every single week? <laughs> so the $5 subscriptions, Twitch takes their cut. A little bit of it goes to help offset the shipping costs. But it also is something we appreciate so much, just helping offset some costs that we do Twitch exclusive breaks and those winners need not be present to win when we do those. So if you are so inclined, subscribe on Twitch. We really appreciate it. Um, you know, it's just a nice little thing for us to offset some of the costs of doing the show and giving away all these hits. That's it. Before you very... start. Oh yeah. I need yep. to do one thing. Oh, um, okay. Somebody emailed me about this Austin Cox autograph that we pulled from Bowman Sterling, I think, on the first week of October show. I can't remember um, your name, and I apologize, but I do remember getting your email. I wanted to try to get that out today. I was just too busy today. So when I ship everything from the show this weekend, I'll be sure your card gets out in the mail. I'm just glad we still had it and didn't give it away as a uh, rollover prize. So um, we'll take care so of see, it. So see, yeah, we're not trying to play gotcha. We're trying to help you out. So we appreciate it. Um, yep. Also, shout out to Broken Slinky, who just subscribed on Twitch during that Thanks. sales pitch. Uh, okay, so now it's our turn to give stuff back. You listen to the sales pitch. Now we're giving stuff away. Nine winners tonight, so a bit of a uh, you know good show, some good winners here, lots of diversity as well as some prospects, so some people that we'll be cheering for as the, the seasons get underway here. Uh, starting off with a big one, Robert Pawson from the Oakland Athletics, his minor league heritage auto on card is going to the Dingo Dude. Congratulations, the Dingo Dude. Nice little win for you, longtime viewer. And uh, actually, lots of longtime viewers in the, in this today. So this one's fun, too. Kobe Mayo Auto number to 50 is going to Care Bear Carry S. Congratulations, Care Bear Carry S. Another longtime viewer uh, friend. 
we get to see at the national some years. Uh, switching to Bowman Platinum. So we've got a little lot of the three numbered cards, which is not bad. Mike Trout, Wander Franco in there. Hey, that's going to one of our first winners ever. And six years later, he's still here with us. JG Fan 24 ever. Congratulations, McManus. JG Fan 24 ever. And then I think this might be a brand new winner for the Austin Wells Auto. I don't recognize the name. Uh, J Shove 24. J Shove 24. Congratulations. You won the Austin Wells Auto. And then the Jordan Westberg Auto, number to 50 from Bowman Platinum, is going to CLRS, uh, CLR Show Nuff. CLR Show Nuff. Congratulations, Chris. CLR Show Nuff. Uh, the U Darvish patch. We're moving on to Chronicles Baseball, which was a worldwide debut. This is going to Fluke 1994. Congratulations, Glenn. Fluke 1994. You won the U Darvish patch. Both of the uh, unnumbered autos, uh, the Tavares and the Pearson, are going to at Drinker Coke. Drinker Coke. Nice. Hopefully you drink a Coke when those come in and enjoy yourself. Congratulations. Uh, and then that beautiful Andres Jimenez Origins auto. Cannot, hi- cannot hype that enough. Super excited by that. Um, goes to 007. Congratulations, 007. And then from Upper Deck AHL Hockey, we've got both the auto and the parallel uh, insert of Zade Wilson. Uh, what team Wait. is he for, Rob? Zade Wisdom. 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 Uh, he's uh, fly in the Flyers organization. Flyers organization. So I don't know if this person's a hockey fan or not. Browns fan, 2-2-1. But Cleveland and Philadelphia, they're not too far from each other, right? All that stuff. All that stuff that's on the other side of Chicago. It's all close to each other, right? Well, I'll tell you exactly how far it is because next year's national. I'm, I got to drive our gear there. So, <laughs> all right. Yeah. So like two, three hours, right? Um, yeah. So Browns fan, Hi, two, Ted. two, one email, Rob, if you want him to wait, wait, no, he's, he's a Browns fan, not a Philly guy. So yeah. So go ahead and ship that out. Email him. Uh, and uh, yeah, congratulations. Oh, was it the, I'm hearing in the chat. Indians fan won the Andres Jimenez auto. Oh, nice. We're two for two, two weeks in a row. Fantastic. Yeah. And also I got to give Jimmy Bayless a little shout out because he tagged on Twitter that hobby shop. You can actually follow them on Twitter too at trace and chase all their social. Everything is just trace and chase the website, social trace and chase. Uh, so yeah, check them out. Um, I think that's it, right? Yeah, that's our show. Uh, (laughs) but Hey, we're, we're back next week, right? No, no random off. Stuff, nope. right? Well, we're only going to be off for Thanksgiving and then, um, maybe yeah, Christmas I mean, our, if, if we're good. Yeah, probably <laughs> our, our, our winter hiatus will be off for, um, you know, cause that's right before Christmas yeah. Eve and new yeah. year's Eve. Yeah. We'll probably be off those two weeks, but so. plan on shows every week except those until now until the end of the year but uh again a th- special thank you to chris carlin for arranging the mike phillips interview uh also thanks to tracy um and emily at tops for uh hooking us up as always and um upper deck again 
for putting us on the quick ship. So we were able to see that the same week it releases. I love that. Um, and that's going to do it for this episode of Go GTS Live. But we will be back next week. In the meantime, have a great weekend and always be collecting. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.